I should do like some of the more professional podcasts and start opening the show with the date. It is Sunday, September 12th, 2010. Hey Al, tell them who I am. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to Mark Kappas's Chaos in a Box. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, I'm back from my hiatus and I'm trying some new things. It's episode 4.01, Experimental and Improved. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Camp is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. We are back. I am back from my annual hiatus where I take some time off, you know, just to figure out what the heck I'm doing with this show and whether I want to take things in a new direction and stuff like that. Well, you know what? Even before I took that hiatus, I was planning on doing all kinds of revisions to the show. Essentially, I want to try and make things bigger and more ambitious and just crazy. First up, uh, one of the things you might notice, this took oh so long to download, that's because I have decided to double the length. I'm going to try and increase this from 15 minutes to half an hour. That's right. Uh, this is going to be a half hour show now. It's going to be uh, really interesting to see if I can pull that off. But you know what? When I first started doing the podcast, I was trying to go for a 20-minute length. And you know what? I had a nice formula to it. It kind of worked for a 20-minute length. It went like this. Intro, first break, first song, second break, second song, third song, third break, the end. And that was it. But then, you know, I started thinking, why do I need that third song? Because my best friend says he listens to this show just to hear me. So here I am. So I cut that third song and just started talking more. And sometimes, you know, 15 minutes, sometimes that seems like a real hard target to hit. You know, sometimes I'd like to give myself 17 minutes, go a little longer. And But you know what? I decided a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they are at least a half hour long. I think I can do a half hour. So I am going to try to do a half hour show. Can I fill a half hour every week? Well, that's going to be the fun thing, right? You know, one thing I learned in my day job, that is when you have a lot of airtime to fill, one thing you should do is you should introduce regular features to your show. You know, every day at this time, I'm going to talk about this. That works so perfectly because now you know you got to find this to talk about. So one of my new things I'm doing is I'm going to try some regular features on the show. So let's get going with the first of my regular features, shall we? Too hot for radio. All right, here's the first of my new regular features, something I like to call too hot for radio. Here's the thing. 
In the radio business, we have these things called prep sites. Each and every single day, I get all kinds of news around the world sent to me that I can share with my listeners. And in that news, there's a lot of stuff where I think it is utterly hilarious. I think it might be a little bit too risque for my day job. That's right, it usually has to do with sex. So I've decided to compile some of these stories and share them here with you because I'm assuming you're a grown-up who at least knows how to work iTunes and you're over the age of eight. And if you're over the age of eight, you've probably already seen far worse on the internet. So let's get going here with some of the stories I have compiled. First up, apparently Maggie Gyllenhaal will be starring in a romantic comedy about the invention of the vibrator. Yes, apparently Hollywood is so broke for ideas, even sex toys are getting filmed now. It will be set in Victorian dimes when the device was invented to treat female hysteria. But according to Sex TV The Channel, back in those days, female hysteria was what modern-day therapists call sexual frustration. Maggie Gyllenhaal will play the daughter of the doctor who invents the device and one of the test subjects, and she falls for her father's lab assistant. Man, that is all kinds of creepy right there. If your father is inventing dildos for you, that that's just not, that's just all kinds of messed up right there. But still, you know, Maggie Gyllenhaal and something like that, I'm not gonna lie, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal is hot. I'd hit that. Speaking of sex toys, here's something else I have in the file. According to a new study, the sale of sex toys actually goes up during a recession, and in fact, adult bookstores are actually experiencing somewhat of a boom right now. Says the owner of one New York City adult store, more couples are staying at home to save money, so rather than spending $150 on a one-time dinner, they will spend the same amount for toys that will continue to be used indefinitely. And apparently all of your bigger websites are hopping on board with this as well. According to Amazon.com, they now stock more than 60,000 adult items, with the bulk of that being sex toys and games. Wow, there you go. So I guess that scene in Zack and Miri make a porno where he buys the fleshlight from Amazon.com, that is not too crazy. You know, truth be told, I don't know why I even bothered with this one story, because uh, ever since this whole recession started, that one pops up on the prep sites at least once a month. So there you go. We get it. Adult toy stores are booming. If you want to get out of this recession and make some money, open one up. And lastly, here in the file for today, according to a recent survey, the most popular slang term for a woman's breasts is boobs. Number two is tits, pardon my vulgarity, and the rest of the poll is filled with write-in entries including knockers, the girls, rat, and the one that baffles me, sack of angry rabbits. Now granted, the only research I've done into women's breasts has been conducted online, but I still don't see how you could call those a sack of angry rabbits. I mean, like, they're not fighting with anything or each other, but still, I leave it to your imagination. And that's it for Too Hot for Radio. I'm the best there is at what I do, but what I do isn't very nice. Yeah, I'm guessing you're talking about ripping sound clips off of DVDs. Mark Jaffes on U62, The Targ.
Gomez naturally here on U62 the Tar. Good afternoon. Mark Kapp is still here with you. Yep, Selena Gomez. She is one of the Disney kids. Uh, she's the star of Wizards of Waverly Place. And I tell you, buying that CD was perhaps one of the most embarrassing moments of my summer vacation. So here it was. I was in HMV checking out some new CDs. And as you know, HMV has all kinds of deals on. Two for $30, two for $20, stuff like that. And, you know, I was looking there and I saw The Beatles, Magical Mystery Tour. Now, you know what? Late in life, I've discovered The Beatles. And The Beatles truly are one of the best rock bands of all time. And, you know, Magical Mystery Tour, you got Penny Lane, you got Strawberry Fields Forever, you got I Am The Walrus, you got All You Need Is Love. Just a lot of my Beatles favorites. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to get that. And as soon as I picked that one up, I realized, gee, with all these Beatles albums, I seem to be getting all the Beatles soundtracks. I have A Hard Day's Night, now I have Magical Mystery Tour, I guess next I'll be getting Help in Yellow Submarine. But I digress. Anyway, since Magical Mystery Tour had the 2 for $30 sticker on it, I thought let's get another one for 30 bucks. and lo and behold, I grabbed Selena Gomez off the shelf, a guilty pleasure of mine. And, uh, yeah, it was my first experience with a judgmental clerk because I put my two for the, my two for $30 CDs right there on the shelves. She looked at Magical Mystery Tour, kind of nodded in approval, scanned it, put it in the bag. Then she saw Selena Gomez, looked at that, looked up at me with that judgmental look and said, oh, you like Selena Gomez? And I'm like, yeah, I know. I tend to put on the Disney Channel for background noise and she gets stuck in my head. 
She kind of rolled her eyes, scanned it, threw it in the bag, and I was on my way. But yeah, Selena Gomez, as I said, guilty pleasure. I get off work at noon every day, and I find the Disney Channel is perfect for napping through. And uh, her show, Wizards of Waverly Place, has become one of my guilty pleasures. Seriously, if you ever want to see some of the most cliched, cookie-cutter, unoriginal sitcoms in existence. Check out anything produced by Disney and currently airing on the Family Channel. There's, like, no thought put into any of those sitcoms. They just exist to sell stuff. And so... There they are. All right, let's get back to introducing you to some of the new regular features I want to have here on the show. But see, the problem is I was having somewhat of a bit of a difficulty in coming up with original features. I mean, well, that's the thing, right? What can I do on a regular weekly basis that would keep you coming back and coming back for more? Granted, I used to have a few regular features on my old college radio show back in the day, but why would I want to do something like that? You know, why would I want to go back into the past and rip off something that I've done once before? Why do I want to take something and revise it and bring it back to the future? You know, why do I just want to pump out another remake after remake after remake? Why do I want to keep doing unoriginal things like Hollywood does? Why do I want to keep giving you the same thing over and over and over again? Why do I want to go back into the past and just bring something to the present and make it new again? That's what's wrong with society this week. What's wrong with society? I'm literally angry with rage. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is what is wrong with society this week. There is no more originality in Hollywood. I mean, they are freaking remaking everything left and right these days. I mean, did you see that remake of The Karate Kid over the summer? Uh, Granted, I thought it was a pretty good movie, but if you grew up with the original movie like I did, it offered absolutely nothing new. It was just the same old thing slapped up there on the big screen, ho-hum, and ha-ha, you got me, Hollywood. You got me to shell out $15 to see it again in the theater. And you know what movie I saw the same day I saw The Karate Kid? I saw the movie version of The A-Team. Yes, even the classic TV shows from my youth are once again returning to the big screen, and yet you are suckering me into spending $15 to see it on the big screen. It's not just movies that are falling victim to this trend. What's also going on is it's on television. One of the most anticipated new TV shows this fall is the remake of Hawaii 5 That's right, even our classic TV shows aren't safe anymore, as they are once again being dusted off and booted back up onto the big screen. So what do we got to do to fix society this week? How are we going to turn this around? It's easy. People, stop going to see remakes. It is just that simple. I mean, a lot of Hollywood executives were absolutely stunned this summer because Inception turned out to be such a great big hit at the box office. And the number one thing that they came back to say why it was such a big hit was because it was original. So apparently right now in Hollywood, there's this huge rush going on to come up with original stuff. And I 